We've got craft fair news, BlizzCon has been announced, and we talked to a couple of Middle Earthers. All that and more coming up right now. This is the AIE Podcast. This is the AIE Podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the AIE Podcast, episode 136, the Die Has Been Podcast. Broadcasting from beautiful Northern California, this is Gomez. Hey, hey, party people. Joining me from only a quarter of the state away is Aludra. Hey, AIE, I think you're awesome. And coming in at us from the deep south out in central Alabama is Accuzod. Greetings, this is Accuzod. So what has been going on with you two in the AIE-verse? I'm just coining a new term. <laughs> That's it. New it's term really you heard first. <laughs> Copyright, trademark, patent pending. <laughs> I don't know, you guys, I can tell you, I am still trying to recover from my great loss at uh, not having been here for last week's show. You were missed. Uh, that was just, I think, one you of the most missed. amazing things we've ever done, and I wasn't there, and just, oh, I just hate myself. No, um, we're just going to have to do it again. That's the rule. We'll have to <laughs> do a few more shows, and we'll have to redo the whole thing. Well, we don't okay, get... Okay, and you can do all the wrangling. <laughs> we, we, we don't get Scott uh, no, till year really 10. Badly. We don't get Scott till mm-hmm. year 10. He's already come out and said he's out for another, you know. Yep. A, that's, it's only four, four years. more years. We can do that, right? Oh, yeah. Four more years. I'm sure I won't be kicked off the podcast before then. Yeah, that, that'll be fine. Oh, that'll no. Be fine. <laughs> no, our screaming pro- professionalism will ensure that we are here for oh, years to my. come. Absolutely professional in every way. <laughs> no, other than that, I can tell you I've been playing a lot of uh, <clears throat> a lot of League of Legends when I could. You know, of course, I missed last week because my daughter was in the school play, and of course, I went out and I'm the one who shot the school play. So I've been editing it together, trying to put to- put together a nice DVD for the for the students to sell to raise some money for the theater club. Uh, other than that, sneaking in a few games of League of Legends, got my summoner up to 21. So if anyone else in AIE land plays League of Legends, shoot me an email. I'll be happy to add you as a friend, and we can get together and play some games. But that's what I've been up to. How about you, Ludra? Well, not much. I've been logging in to do my dailies and WoW, but pretty much that's it. I've had my hands full over here. My husband's recovering very well. Thank you, everybody. But uh, he's now at the point where he's a handful. Now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. oh my. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he's trying to do way more than he should be. And oh, so it's like, stab your ankle. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah. well, and for me, I, I was sort of the same way when I like had the flu. It's like, I was still working six hours a day from home and my boss is like, you need to log out. You're, yes. you have the flu. You, it's like, we need you back at work. So yeah, no, I, I understand the, I'm sure he's bored is what the problem is. <laughs> well, I have books and video games by the, the handfuls. I wonder how Aludra has video games. I don't know, mm. but... <laughs> he's in, he's, Steam, I mean, we hate you. <laughs> yeah, we really do. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I've found time to play a bit of Minecraft this week, so that's what I've been doing mostly is on solo mode. So I really need to get out there and meet some people. Isn't that like virtual Legos? I'm trying is. to figure that thing out. With I don't monsters. get it. it. There's monsters in there. Oh, really? Yes, and and they explode and they try to take out your chickens. And that could be bad, I guess. Is that you? You need chickens in Minecraft? Well, is that I a thing? I wanted chickens, so I got them. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's a pet. 
You think the loot is not going to collect it? Duh. Come on, Zod. How long have you been doing this with the Lutra? Did Uh, you see the title? Yes. See the title? Crazy Pet Lady. Yeah. So I've been been kind of busy. I'm actually getting to play games, which is unusual for me. Um, I I did get finally my 50 exalted reps. Uh, My 50th was a Klaxi, which is like, eh. but (laughs) it was, it it was, it was nice to finally like tip over that, uh, over that thing. I got 54 on my Panda Hunter and man, you get some rest experience with those things. And it's like, I'm going to run a dungeon. Oh, I got a level. Whoops. Like, yeah, you just, you don't even think about it and you gain a level. You trip over levels at that point. Oops. Yeah. I am. Yeah, I have been leveling my Panda Monk, and it's crazy. Yeah. Well, Panda you Monks like especially. It. Panda Monks, you can mm-hmm. get the thingy every day. And I I think it was, uh, oh, wow. I'm totally flaking on his name. Listen, Australia. Asheo is, is like, I'm up to seven days. And he like is able to, because you can just keep stacking the buff until you hit, I think, 24. And so, yeah, that that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. I have leveled my alliance dwarf <gasps> shadow priest, so. but hey, basically, I I want to see the panda story from the other side because I've mm. seen I've seen the uh, the horde story, and so I'm just curious, like how the storytelling differs from that side. But man, it's huge! I it's a huge difference. <laughs> oh, is it okay? Because I it's like I totally forgot how to play a priest in any way so i had to basically go into icy veins like learn rotations learn all of that stuff so it's like i think of but the problem is is uh uh Mooley was playing his uh his alliance hunter um a little more so he was like two levels ahead of me so i'm trying to learn my rotation and then stuff dies and i'm like can you like attack a different mob because I don't even know if I'm doing this correctly. So that that was kind of amusing. Book of Heroes uh, still going strong. Some of the guilds struggling a little bit. I wanted to kind of make a news item, but I don't know if we have enough. I know that um, uh, Liberates, which I still am embarrassed that both Dills' autocorrect and my autocorrect made this. They're, those people are crazy. We're getting into new instances or like new raid bosses. And 30 minutes later, we're done. Like, these people are crushing it. I have no idea what they are doing, but it's like, oh, yeah, I just, you know, I, I used 40 energy potions on this last, and normally these things have a six-hour timer, and they're doing it in less than 30 minutes. So... Wow. But yeah, we... Well, what they're doing is they're rene- redeeming themselves from their misspelled name. I Yeah, I guess. I guess. So they're, they're doing super well. I know some of the other guilds are struggling. If you're interested in Book of Heroes, it's a free Android and iOS game. Come join the fun. There's a variety of guilds at different uh, different levels. We might be doing some restructuring and trying to move folks around so they're kind of in more like areas, but we haven't really worked out the details yet. So there'll probably be a meeting at some point of the minds behind Book of Heroes. But, um, but yeah. It's, Tell it's, me... How many people do you have playing Book of Heroes across all the all the Book of Heroes? Uh, well, we guilds? have twelve guilds. Um, I would say most of them are about eighty to ninety percent full. So I think, um, and that's sixty per. So I would say ballpark five fifty, six hundred people. Not bad, somewhere yeah, around there. Right. So that's a, it, it's it's been crazy. So uh, I think we should probably move into AIE news. A.I.E. News. I'm first. I should stop drinking. 
Um, so <laughs> we we had a crazy, crazy week last week. We started on Sunday, I believe, with uh, with the game that we're going to speak of today, um, and we moved all the way into Saturday. Uh, we had the sixth birthday extravaganza. I know some people, uh, Ralph is one who mentioned, he was able to go to all six nights of celebration. And uh, they have, uh, there's been a variety of pictures taken at some of these events. We have uh, URLs we'll post in the show notes. Um, and there's also a video of the storming of Stormwind. So you'll definitely want to check the show notes and check those out. That sounds awesome. I can't believe people made it to all the events. That's I, I made crazy. it to two. <laughs> so. Wow. And on that note, we would like to thank all our amazing guests who managed to help us celebrate AIE in last week's podcast. A huge thank you to Link Theris, Michaela, Ehud, Stu, Boovy, Appalas, Max, Stig, Ralph, Gerp, and Maui. Thank you all so much. Prizes have also been sent to most of our winners, so thanks to everyone who entered our contest. And BlizzCon has finally been announced. It's the weekend of November 8th and 9th in the Anaheim Coliseum in Anaheim, California, of course. The Guild Hall, the AIE Guild Hall, planning has already started, and if you haven't gone to one, you've got to go, if only to go for the AIE Guild Hall. If you can't get a ticket to BlizzCon, that doesn't matter. Come on out to the Guild Hall, but make sure to RSVP on the meetup.com site so we can get accurate headcount and we know how many goodie swag bags we have to make. Um, between this, Dragon Con and Nerdtacular 13, it's going to be a crazy busy year for AIE. And I, even if I don't get a ticket, I'm driving down this year. I'm Yay! six hours. I'm, I don't care. I will sleep at my sister's house. I, I don't even care. But it, it is yeah. happening this year. I have missed every AIE thing at BlizzCon so far. That is not happening um, this year. <laughs> so I, I had a ticket last year, and I think that was wasted money. I had more fun and a better time at the AIE Guild Hall across the street. I would like to point out that there are two major conventions for AIE uh, that I can make it to. They are Nerdtacular and BlizzCon, and I have two children, and somebody looked at the calendar and said, Nerdtacular's on the oldest birthday, BlizzCon is on the youngest. Oh, nice. Thank you for that, guys. <laughs> that is the universe conspiring you. against you. Wow. It really is, and it's just, ah, oh, so I'm trying to make it work myself. Ah. <laughs> oh. So, uh, AIE's Wild Craft Fair in the spring is already getting geared up to be ready to go for when it drops. Remember, this is purely a thing run by volunteers, so if you're looking to help, Cyrene has all of the infos for you. Check the forum post for details on how to help. And from the pictures posted, it looks like AIE is having a grand time taking down some of the newer Grieve world bosses in SWOTOR. Max, who always seems to be running around somewhere, is leading the charge on these along with the rest of the Lords of Light. And it sounds just... <clears throat> and it sounds... Sorry, man, I've got something in my throat. <laughs> it sounds like just about anyone can get in on the fun, at least for at least a few of the bosses. Check the thread for details if you're looking for something to do on Tuesday nights. And not specifically news pertaining to AIE, but if you've been wanting to join in on the fun in WoW with AIE, now is a great time. You can get everything, including Mr. Pandaria, for a total of $35. That's Vanilla, uh, Burning Crusade, uh, Cataclysm, Lich King, and Pandera. That is amazing. And yeah, it is really cheap. I think with that, uh, they've been waiting yes. quietly and patiently about a game that I have not ventured into yet. I, I'm yes. really trying to resist doing so. 
because I just I, I barely have time for the for the one that I'm playing. So we have Van Flick and Ducks. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the show. Hi there. Thanks. <laughs> Hi there. Great to be here. So, All right, so what can you tell us about Middle Earth Online? Virtual oh. Middle Earth? <laughs> That's uh, it's up to you, Ducks. You All right. Away. Well, right now we are waiting for what's called Update 10. So Update 10 itself is going to bring in some more tweaks, more changes, and a couple new instances to the game itself. Overall, Lord of the Rings, we're really at a point where top-level players, they are in an area called Western Rohan. The area of Rohan itself was cut into two sections. So when Western Rohan gets actually in there, that'll give us stuff that we saw in the movie, like the Rohan's capital city there. Uh, Helm's Deep will also be included. That's going to be a very large skirmish instance. And they're really just trying to expand in the direction that they were going, but they're also starting to move into things like they have in, with the Hobbit movies that are currently in theaters. So they're okay. putting in instances in this next book that will include, uh, I believe, the Siege of Erebor, it's called, and then another one where you get to fight some aspect of the dragon smog. And so they're really trying to bring the two together, really take advantage of the name. So how, 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 go ahead, Zod. I was going to ask, how closely does the game actually follow the books and or the movies? The game itself typically stays closer to the books themselves. Uh, they do have a license through the Tolkien estate or the Salzans Corporation that they do renew just to make sure they're legal and they can continue to do it. Uh, you will see little elements from the books in the game itself. So if you've read the books, you'll kind of come across a forested glade and see, oh, that's where the hobbits stayed. Uh, those things are kind of hidden here and there. They don't really advertise it. The movies... Yeah, everything's going to be there. The, the the scale of the movies themselves was really represented well, and I think that's what they're using the skirmish system for, to really give you the large battles. Oh, that's awesome. I, Epic I, battles in the game, like in the movies, would be super. That is the goal. And uh, I, I do have to say, that is the most impressive answer to a question that Zod has ever asked on this podcast, that you knew about <laughs> the licensing of the family estate. Of the, like, so, so well done, sir. So um, you did, you did, uh, you mentioned skirmishes. How do those differ? Uh, let's, I mean, I'm kind of a wow guy. How, what, what does that compare to? If, if you what actually. What is a skirmish? He yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, I'll take that one. It's, um. There's, there's, well, there's different ways of grouping up with other players in the game. Um, the difference between this game and, and some of the other games is that you can solo some of these instances. They call them skirmishes. Skirmishes are, are scalable uh, from one person or two people or three people up through 12 people. So, for example, imagine, you know, just different scales of rage. One, two, three, and then I think the next level is six, and then 12. And wow. the, the uh, yeah, the mobs scale with you, so it's not a cakewalk. Uh, the bosses definitely scale with you. Um, so you can still wipe as a solo as much as you could wipe with 12. Or probably, you know, you could argue either way, right? Um, so that's the skirmishes, and, and then separate from skirmishes are instances where those are three to six, and it's much more closer to what uh, Warcraft people would be experiencing with, say, okay. dungeons or something like that. So, okay. Uh, something to point out, though, um, and, and Ducks did a great explanation. Um, what you read in the books is 
the uh, isn't completely in the game yet. That's that's the uh, just like any other game, any new version that comes out or expansion. In in Lord of the Rings Online, the expansions are actually the next part of the books. Oh, so okay, yeah. So wow. right now we're halfway through. What's the second book? Two Towers. Thank yep. you. <laughs> you know, you haven't even played it. And you do the title. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I, I am sort of a Dungeons and Dragons nerd, and that kind of yeah. all goes back to you know that uh, th- that storyline. So no, I I do know the story certainly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this, I, I think, what are we about halfway through the second book, Two Towers, in where we are in the game, Ducks? I think that, so. That's about generally the way you are. So you're just going into Rohan now. Yeah. the The epic quest just left off where. Frodo and Sam have decided that they have to go to Mordor by themselves. And through what's called session play in the game, you actually take the role of Frodo when he encounters Boromir and Boromir tries to take the ring. Uh, You have a couple of skills like run away, uh, put on the (laughs) ring, and, uh, you know, just bug out. And you then also (laughs) play the flip side of it. So you get to play as Boromir trying to find Frodo, you know, oh, he's up on the mountainside. And you play as Boromir when he's there and he encounters the orcs, where he, you know, spoiler alert, dies. Oh, <gasps> I, I, I think the, oh. like, statute of limitations on spoiler alerts for the Lord of the Rings books has long since passed. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably, definitely. Like much of Star Wars. <laughs> What's One of the things that's really kept me coming back to Lord of the Rings over the years, and I've been playing, I think, since it came out around 2007, 2006, is they keep coming up with different ways to approach the game. So skirmishes, uh, session play, monster play, they do have rating, you know, which I'm, which I was familiar with from Warcraft. They kind of just keep coming up with a different approach to things. Now they have a customizable warhorse. So, yeah, and the warhorses, you you actually fight from horseback, where you know that's obviously something cool. new in MMOs. So, um, and you can you can gear up your your horse too. You can add the different gear. You can add different um, costume uh, items, costume items, but also um, skills too, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so you can learn different skills for the for the warhorse, like dressage so. or oh wait, that's not useful. Never mind. <laughs> Trample. <laughs> Trample. Right. Do you ever get a horse who just doesn't want to listen to you and runs off the opposite direction? <laughs> I rode a horse once, and that's what happened. I wanted to go that way. He wanted to go that way, and guess who won? So. When you first get the warhorse in the game, it's like driving on ice. Oh, uh, wow. in the Midwest nice. or East Coast, trying to trying to steer it. Whereas you know, in Warcraft, you kind of point. You can make it go sideways, left, right, whatever you want to do. Jump. Right. Uh, the way that they re-engineered it, the 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 warhorse itself is different from the regular horse in the game, where you press forward and it slowly accelerates. If you try and turn, good luck. It's a very long arcing turn. Wow. Through trading that horse, like you trade a character, you can actually improve various skills on it. So you don't have to trade it one way or the other it's whatever works for you wow that's so they actually have a breaking a horse mechanic or training a horse mechanic that's actually kind of well thought out that's uh pretty much that's that's pretty cool (laughs) so it looks like uh update 10 might have just occurred not yet not yet oh so it is coming Yes. I thought it was going to be this past maintenance. They had a they had a massive maintenance uh, this past week, which was something like fifty six hours of server maintenance, which is what I deal with in my personal. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh. I think he's put the ring on. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've lost him. 
I'll I'll finish. Hello, there he is. You're back. Hi there. <laughs> hey, welcome back. Yeah, it sounds like you just went into the Matrix. It was very much the sort of echoey. But you're back now. He's coming too close to the truth of Middle Earth. They're coming after him <laughs> through the internet. Yes, the ring race are out to get me. I guess. Yeah. They're outside yeah. the door. Yeah, oh, fifty-six man. hours is an eternity. It, re- it yeah. really is an eternity. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I really thought that would be the book there, Update 10. And it was actually just an extended server maintenance and then websites and everything else. With the Update 10, they're, they're really looking to tune down things like um, mana regen, basically. Um, right now, it's kind of off the chart. You know, As soon as I use an ability, uh, I've got the mana back pretty quick. So they're going to be tweaking a lot of that stuff. They're adding three new Hobbit-themed instances. Um why would they be Legendary doing that? Legendary items. Oh, wait. That whole money, thing money, that's coming money. out. Yes. That. <laughs> um, revamping loot for all the instances and the skirmishes like Van yeah. mentioned. So, yeah. you know, they're doing a, they do a lot of tweaks in every, in every update itself. They don't always continue the mainline stuff like the Epic Quest series. Okay, yeah. so I do have a question. I'm not trying to skip ahead too far in your your own notes that you guys posted for us here. but So you it. can fight Smog... Who, if you're in the two towers, isn't alive anymore, right? <laughs> so, Session play. Magic. Okay. I think I'm following. It's like the Caverns of Time where you go back in time for okay. yeah. epic battles for gameplay experience. Fair enough. I mean, Absolutely. Smog was a totally cool, the Black Arrow, like the whole nine yards, like super awesome. I completely understand that. But I was just wondering because it sounds like they were sort of following the canon as per you said, they just, you know, the Western Rohan and they're going to be moving towards uh, Mount Doom. Uh, they just wanted to, but so that's interesting that they're doing a tie-in, not just for popularity, just because it's a really epic, really cool part of the story that they wanted to, if they were starting at the beginning of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, they wanted to make sure to include that as well. So that's, that's actually really cool that the developers are thinking about that sort of thing. The, the idea of the session play system gives them the ability to do pretty much anything within the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings time frame. Okay. They can't do anything in what's called the Silmarillion. I don't think they have that licensed. Right. But, you know, through session play, I've played as Isildur, the one who took the ring from... Um, <laughs> took the ring. If you play as Isildur, you get shot up by orcs. Session play ends. Um you know, I was there when the dwarves delved too greedily in Moria and uh, opened up, knocked down a wall, and there's a Balrog on the other side. Whoops! So yeah, <laughs> oops. Always check for the neighbors. Hey, um, it's really funny because I I do get lots of uh, tweets and emails regarding. Dang you, Gomez! You're making me want to play this. It's like I really want to play this game, but in it, I know it's free. But I just, uh, finding the time to do all of these things, it's, yeah, it's, because I love, obviously, anyone who's a Dungeons & Dragons nerd pretty much loves the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and so... Oh, totally. The the one thing I had a complaint about is, I realize this is Middle-Earth, and I realize that the species choices, or the race choices, are limited, but it was just like, well, you can play a human, or a hobbit, or, and that was one thing that was like... I need a little more than that, but that's what the universe has. So I, you know, I didn't fault them for that, but it was just, that was one reason I didn't delve into this particular one. Dex, do you want to talk about that? Well, 
It's a low magic setting. You know what, what yes. they would consider a low magic setting. So you know nobody's really chucking fireballs here and there. Um, there is a runekeeper class and a lore master class where you've got your little forest creatures following after you, like in the Hobbit movie Radagast. Nice. Um, he's got you know squirrels and everything trailing after him. Uh, that's the lore master class. It's been in the game since it was released. It's still. You know, it's low magic. They're they're really they don't have a whole lot of room for that. So you've got your got your elf, dwarf, hobbit, and just man of the west. Um, the spice, I think, is you know you can flip a coin and you can go play as a monster and go kill your friends. Which I think that's is really me. cool. Like that. No, that's <laughs> awesome. I remember back in the day, EverQuest did that. They had a little expansion where you could play a monster and actually fight the uh, players, and that was just mind blowing. Yeah, you can. Um you can what what are the different what are the different uh, monsters you can play you can the orcs there's a defiler which is a healer a reaver which is just melee dps a black arrow which is a, just a orc archer a war leader orc that shouts commands people <laughs> yeah uh, hey go spiders. do spiders <laughs> you can play right spiders and yeah war warg. Uh, warg yeah so Same. that's so you can you can play the other side, so to speak. Very cool. You know? Yeah, the, the the orcs in this game are different than the orcs. You know, there's no thrall over here. You know? <laughs> well, there should be. There definitely should be. There's no good orcs. <laughs> the hobbits would never have made it well, if they had you a thrall. Know, an, altru an altruistic orc who who's fighting the system from within. Just no, he wouldn't. Fit yeah, no, orc. he wouldn't last yeah. very long. And dating Janet Proudmore. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. Now, if you get to like role play as Frodo throughout the game, can you actually like change the storyline and say, you know, I'm going to keep the damn ring after all? Can you make those calls? Because <laughs> yeah. I'd like to. And that ring's pretty cool. I'm not throwing this away. Yeah, give give it to Boromir. <laughs> here, here, you know what? It's too heavy. You can have it. I I'm done. I'm out. Drop the mic. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> So uh, you guys have uh, a, a influx of members that are uh, yeah. coming in. Yeah, we've actually had um, quite a few. They're, we're averaging uh, one or two every second or third day. Um, and some of them are alts, but some of them are new players coming in. And uh, so we've actually had one of the issues we've had is that we have a lot of it's a little bit of a, like a bubble of, of new players coming in. And they're all around the same level. And uh, there's a little bit of uh, stumbling around, asking questions like, "Where do I go do this? And where do I go do that?" And it has all the usual game mechanics. So you know, the the quest goals show up on your maps and that sort of a thing. But it's more along the lines of, you know, what should I do for a profession and things like that. Um, so we got together and we came up with an idea. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to some of the the higher level uh, players are donating gear. Oh, nice. yes. This was mentioned, yeah. I believe, by Apollos on our last, right. uh, which is crazy. You guys are crazy. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, it's, it's, uh, it's, well, you get, you get experience from doing anything in the game now, including mining. And, uh, oh, and, wow. and you get, and everybody gets leather drops when they kill something. So it's not, that's not a profession in this game. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so what we're doing is we're, we're, we're providing gear for any 15 level and level 30. Um, that joins in the le in the month between was it February fourteenth and uh, March fourteenth I think it is, and uh, so it's no matter what character you play, whether or not it's uh, leatherware, 
cloth wear, heavy armor wear, it doesn't matter. Um, we'll be providing gear and also weapons and uh, obviously all the jewelry and trinkets that go with that. So, Wow. Um, that is super generosity, man. That is just well, crazy awesome. It's um, The game, to, to be fair, the, uh, the stuff drops so much. I've got stacks of gems in my bank that I don't know what I'm going to do with. And you can't sell them because everybody has, else has them on the auction house for nothing. Um, but you know, it's the it's the other stuff that kind of puts together. Like you have to, you still have to go and mine the, the <laughs> mine the uh, the nodes to get the thing the, to get the settings to put the gems into, uh, and you still have to do that little bit of work. So it's not that big of a deal. We you know we enjoy the game, so we're running around having a good time anyway. To, to um, be fair, it sounds like you guys are just doing a craft fair. For anyone like, hey, we're doing a craft for the, for the entire month. If you join, we will give you a set of gear at both 15 and 30, I believe is right. what uh, Apple has said. Mm -hmm. So, you know, kudos to you guys for having this many materials that you can just hand people gear as they log into the game. That's that's very, very nice. Yeah, and, and speaking of, of uh, new members and getting members in, how does one join AIE in Lord of the Rings Online? What's, what's the procedure, the policy, what level? Yeah, it's how, they, um, how you, do they find you? What server are you on? Yeah, we're on the Land Roval server. Um, L A N D R O V A L. It's the RP server. It's the unofficial RP main RP server in the uh, in all the servers. Um, and uh, you just go in the Umami or Umami, however you pronounce that. Yes. And uh, <laughs> whatever you <laughs> you apply. It doesn't. There's no level requirement. You can be level one. You can uh, and start going through from there, or you can already you know be maxed out. Uh, and you can join AIE from that. Stage. No restrictions on like first week of the month at all, anything like that. Uh, no, no, it's wide open Excellent. right now. So um, I'm in Excellent. the I'm in there checking every day anyway. So um, I know at least m myself and a couple of other people are in there checking every day. So it's not that big of a of a of a hurdle for us. But uh, yeah, you just fill out the fill out the form, and we'll bring you in, and you know we'll we'll show you around. We had our we had our uh, birthday event at our kin house, so we have a house. And uh, it's fully decorated, and uh, nice. with mob, yeah. So <laughs> you kill a boss in in this game, and we take the head back to our house and mount oh, it on the wall. Why so. does WoW <laughs> not have that? I mean, <laughs> that is so cool. That's yeah. so cool, but it would smell. Yeah, that well, would. It, you know, it's ma it's magic. Uh, so <laughs> no, it's a low magic game. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, low Actually, magic, but you know, that's right, right. Yeah. There's actually one. I forget, Ducks. Maybe you could tell me who, 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 what boss this is. But there's one in the middle of the main room when you walk in, and it's green gas coming off the thing. And when you go by it, if you're too close, you get sick. Uh, I can't remember which one it is. <laughs> wow! So, so Zod, you were correct. I around. Nice. I love that. <laughs> That's Norvun. The uh, he's in the Moria instances, and I think it's called Fickle. It's a gigantic turtle. Yeah, it's nasty looking. So. I'd put that in the bathroom and that way and walk by. So you do not want to go in there. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Duxopedia here who can just like <laughs> rattle off. Like you just ask him Lord of the Rings questions. He's there. It's good. <clears throat> oh, that's funny. Yeah, so that's so we, we, we you know we're doing that. We're helping. Um, uh, one of the things that we we wanted to do ooh, a couple of weeks ago, I threw it out there to everybody was to. Uh, one of the things when you're questing is sometimes you have the solo quest, but also some in this game you have something called a fellowship quest. And what that what that is is if you try to solo it, and even if you're ten levels above it, it's probably going to kill you. Um, wow. So you have to 
basically create a small fellowship. Sometimes it's three, sometimes it's a full five or six people in the fellowship, which is really like a group in in party and other and other games. But um, and you really need to be that like uh, supported to be able to to finish the one quest. And so naturally, you know, we get forty quests slot, forty two quest slots available in our in our quest log. And, you know they fill up with this stuff so what we're doing is we're trying to set up like standing times or, or schedule times to go th kind of go through those because a lot of us we all have the same fellowship request we just aren't usually on at the same time so it's one way that we're kind of getting together to clean some of that up and and experience the game together which is really kind of nice check the forums oh. ladies and gentlemen check the forums yes <laughs> check the forums <laughs> and a fellowship sounds such more binding than just a raid team you know yeah. Raid, raid team you can leave, but a fellowship. You, no, you no better not lose that. a fellowship. Like, yeah, that's... Uh... <laughs> Again, look at poor Boromir. Yeah, ex yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hey, he sacrificed himself. Spoilers. Sacrificed mm. himself for the greater good. I'm just, you know, spoilers. Sorry. He did. Yeah, after he lost his oh. fellowship spirit. <laughs> he took an arrow to the knee. Yeah, he, <laughs> he did. He was a member of the fellowship till he took an arrow to the knee. That's yep. yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. A couple of times over. Yes. <laughs> and the chest. <laughs> and the head, I'm sure. And the head. And the legs. <laughs> arms. Um, the one thing I haven't actually had a chance to get into, and, and Ducks will probably easily explain this is the rating side of it um, my tunes aren't that high in level yet so I'm taking my time there's different ways of leveling your main and your alts and I'm doing the I'll level them all at the same time which is uh, painfully slow but you know the different way you experience the game I think in every game it's if you level all of your alts at the same time it will slow you down so that's not yeah. certainly unique to uh, Lord of the Rings yeah so I I don't know what the differences are in the raids, Ducks. I don't know if you can kind of jump in on that one. It's your standard uh, raid, very similar to Warcraft. You know, you've got your 12-man. Uh, the first one is called Heligrod, and it starts about mid-40s. And we've, we've actually got some folks that are very close to that, or actually one person's raced past it, and he's in the 60s already. Um, that what is the level cap? 85 right now. Oh, Wow. Okay, wow. that's higher than I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, we, we've got a, a minstrel I will not name for their own sake, but uh, <laughs> they leveled so quickly. I was I was just like, you know, hey, uh, take your time, enjoy the game. You know, chill. <laughs> you know, you're not going to miss all. You know, you're going to miss stuff. You know, boom! They raced right through. Um, impressive. Uh, we have a, a really good group of people in the 30s right now. And what's just kind of awesome is, is that you see them grouping up and doing stuff. I didn't always get that. So, cause I, I brought my characters over at their current level from an old, from my old server. So, well, welcome. I've been getting yeah. To, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that is the best part of any game. It's not really, the game itself is just an excuse to hang out with like-minded people and exactly. enjoy the social interaction. So, yeah, exactly. That's the most fun, especially in AIE. You find so many like-minded people and so many people who just want to have fun with you. Right. Well, and, and also that that is one of the reasons I really like Star Wars because we have two local friends that also played Star Wars. And so it was, oh, group of four. Perfect. Like it was Mooley and I and these other two people. So yeah, that it the the group aspect it made quests a lot different because there were three of us that were light side and one that was dark side. 
So now and again, we'd get this, whoa, I did not make that decision about what was going on. So it was a very interesting storytelling aspect. No, that's what it was. It was, oh, we're going to totally like, you know, uh, we're going to vent the uh, that cabin into space. Uh, so we can get through the instance faster. It's like, okay, like I didn't do that. So, but no, I'm really glad that the, uh, the group aspect is very strongly encouraged. It sounds like from the fellowship quest that it's like, no, if you want to get 20 levels higher, you can probably do this. But if you just get a couple of friends together, you can get through this fellowship really, really quickly. What I discovered recently was I got to play with Van and with Apollos. We actually went into a skirmished or a skirmished instance area together, so they could work on their quests. And you know the level difference between us was pretty big, but they were still getting good XP, which oh, yeah. wow. I didn't expect. That. Okay, that that's great. cool. Mo- most games yeah. are like, oh yeah, if you're going through something and you're way higher level, you get like, oh, you get a hundred, and everyone else is getting you know a thousand or something. So that that's really cool that they're encouraging group play. That's that's really mm-hmm. really important to obviously our whole community and guild. That's kind of the way we roll. Yes. You know, just to echo what you guys said for Star Wars, that's my other game that I play, and I I love Star Wars dearly. So I'm playing with AIE people there, and it's just awesome you know and then i can play with some of the same folks in lord of the rings oh, how yeah. great is that like abavan yeah. who doesn't sleep yes abavan i'm <laughs> calling you out you play more games than everyone else in aie combined i'm just saying at the same <laughs> exactly. time yes <laughs> actually he was the the uh kin which is our our guild on on lord of the rings he i think he was the kin leader on Brandywine, which is what we jumped in on together, uh, uh, Brandywine server, before we moved and started this one on this server, we had a, a sort of a AIE-ish guild kin going over there. And he was the guild leader over there, and that's I jumped in on that one. Uh, and then now that one's just, you know, it's gone. Uh, but so we're all over here. And one of the things I, I was thinking about was... Um, Ducks, when you were talking about doing the quests and stuff, one of the things that, that I find that's interesting about this game versus, and I played Rift and I played actually Age of Conan and, and all those other ones, um, the quests in this one seem to be a little bit more, um, they're, they're not so much of a go off and kill 12 boars and come back with, you know, the tusks or something. What? There, there is... Yeah. They, can, they can't break that tradition in MMOs. No, no, no they have those. Okay. So if you like to grind it. through those, you can. Uh, as a matter of fact, there's one. It's like, go get 10 goblin scabbards. Oh, thank you very much. Go get 10 more. And you can sit there and just sit there and do that. And I, I have yet to find the end of that quest line. Um, but, uh, but, the, but the other ones are, they, it, the, the quests actually build upon each other to, to the story that kind of goes along with the, the epic story, the book story. So um, from it, can, let me back up a little bit. So there's different types of quests. There's the book quests, which kind of go along and follow the book, which is what we've been talking about prior. But also there's a bunch of other quests that kind of shoot off of that, where you're talking to, you know, Aragorn's kin and his relatives and those, and, you know, so there's there's a lot of conflicts that are going on between the different people. And so you get to see a little bit more of a, of a, of a flavor to the world itself because you're doing quests like you'll be doing a quest and they'll be complaining about the the Dunedain which is Aragon's people and then you'll do a quest for them and they'll be saying oh those you know the the, the loser men over there and so you have that kind of a go back and forth 
where you're where you're going through your questing. It's a little bit. It's a, I think it's a little bit deeper, and that's probably why I'm I'm actually doing all my tunes at once because it's not it's not redundant. It's not boring. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you'd expect that, and if you had to to do four or five at once, but uh, yeah, I was imagining you you do a quest, then switch characters and do the same quest, and switch no. characters and yeah. do the same quest. You know? <laughs> no, I I I'll level one up. 20 levels, and then I'll go back and level another one up for 20 levels. Because what happens is when you're leveling one, you're getting gear and, and drops and different things that the other ones can use. Mm. So, you know, your bag space fills up. So uh, so that's what I do is I stop when I get to the point where I start getting into new types of things. I stop that tune, and I go back and I get the other one. I use up all that other stuff as I level up through. So, it, And also, it's a lot quicker the second time and the third time because, you know, you know where you're supposed to be going. You know right where the mobs are, how many, what to get, and yep. Exactly. You don't wander around like, oh, I'm killing the wrong one. Uh, it's no wonder <laughs> uh, it's not dropping. I've never done that. Mm-mm. No. No, no, I've never killed the thing with the slightly different name thinking right. of the mob I needed to kill. Exactly. Why did exactly. it not count up? What? Oh, yeah. we're not, I'm not grouped with Moly. Ah. Which is, I yeah. I killed that. 10 of them and no drops. What the? <laughs> These zebras have four hooves. How come I'm not getting any? <laughs> exactly. Well, it sounds to me like the the creators of the game are actually working really close with the the creators of Lord of the Rings, the, the guys who hold the estate. Well, I think again. if you're a game if you're a game maker for Lord of the Rings, I think you you kind of have a script already built. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, you do. But I mean, some of the behind the scenes, yeah. I know that the lore and stuff, especially the expanded universe of it, you know, the encyclopedias and such. They're massive with the amount of stuff that they have, but oh, yes. it sounds like they are really delving deep <laughs> into it and like Yeah. They're yeah, all kinds of stuff out. I'm actually really surprised at how long the game's been out. They're only that far through the storyline. Mm-hmm. I thought they'd be into the third book or even maybe even near the end of the entire series at that point. Tolkien, if nothing, does you know, he takes his time telling a story. So I think as they're as, going with that <laughs> like yeah, motif. As, as long as those movies were, they're actually only half of what's in the book. So. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> not a third. <laughs> right, right. So it's it's been it's been uh, quite a quite a difference in experience uh, in doing this one versus you know I've played Warcraft for years um, and like I said Rift when it first came out and stuff but um, it's just and this one holds me I guess I don't know. Now you got something here in the show notes that is just I've been dying to hear about. What is this music system thing? <laughs> That's yours, Dex. You could take that one. All right. Or, you know, we had a we had a concert on the the tenth at the Kin House, and uh, Palel, the benevolent leader of the Star Wars AIE. Benevolent. Uh, Wait a second. <laughs> well, malevolent. Malevolent. Yeah, which yeah. one was yeah. Better word. Better word. <laughs> he, he was he was he was nice enough to show up, and actually, he has a he has a minstrel in the game named Barry Weiss, and Barry Weiss. Barry White? Barry Weiss. <laughs> oh, Weiss. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> we thought it was named after a beer. It probably was. <laughs> Knowing Pell, it's probably, it's probably a beer. <laughs> I don't know. I like the Barry White one better. <laughs> How you doing? Well, you can, a- you can ask Appleus because Appleus was there. That was his partner in crime for it. They played yeah. music the entire night. They were doing... The music system in Lord of the Rings, you can actually download files uh, from various websites where fans can compose it. You set it for a certain type of instrument in the game. If you write the music up itself, you can sync that file between players and then play different instruments together in sync in-game in real time. So it's like a, like a MIDI kind of thing? 
Uh, they call them ABC files, but it is very mm. MIDI-ish. You, you know, it's really got cool. that kind of tone, that but it does really have neat. an instrument sound to it. So a horn does sound kind of like a horn. A lute will sound like a lute, whatever. You know, it, it does have that element to it. So they were playing everything. Uh, it was it was great. That was the highlight of the the Kinhouse event for me was just watching that because you never see it. And someone yeah. got video of that, right? That they can post someplace, correct? <laughs> we got pictures. <laughs> we got pictures of the music. <laughs> Come on, guys. When there's something like that, you got to record it. Fraps I, or something. I don't have fraps. Okay. <laughs> We're not talking about a cheap program right. here. I'm fired. I'm sorry. I'm fired. <laughs> oh, we got from Apolis <sighs> in the chat room. We will do more shows. Watch the forums. So, Ooh, ladies nice. and gentlemen, this is a oh. free-to-play game, correct? Is it completely free-to-play? Like yes. A, it wow. is free enough that you can get to pretty much anything you want to do. Okay. So, what's the catch? How do they make their money? Because you want them to make money. What's, how do they do it? Oh, it's well, real It's real simple. Um, your bag space is really small. You don't have access to the auction house until you buy it. Um, uh, you'd quest you areas. The quest is like entire quest areas. You don't have access to the quest. But, I mean, you can go in and level up by killing mobs and grinding through it and doing it the hard way. But, you know, it's, what is it, like 95 cents, basically, an equivalent to get, like, the mounting skill. So it's the, the prices are so low. It's just like, whatever. So They have a system. Sorry. I, I No, I, I just have a question as far as that goes. So if someone were to say, hey, I want to actually buy it and get preferred member status or whatever it is what does that cost like if they 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 don't want to pay for a subscription but they want to actually buy a boxed copy of the game even though they might just be downloading it anyway like what is the like low barrier of entry do you do you want me to take that or go for it i'm not very familiar with it yeah i'm i actually play it that way it's called uh i mean there's different ways of playing describing it but i think it's the the latest one i've seen is buy to play b2p okay um and we, you i basically bought the, the each one of the regions that i'm doing questing in um i mean you can you can subscribe for like 9.95 a month or something like that 9.99 a month or you can buy the the uh different areas so i bought a, a triple pack with three different areas for i think it was 19 dollars or something cheap like that okay and uh, i've got it forever so I have those quests on all of my tunes on all of the servers that I want to play, um, which is nice. And I, I can take my time and go through the level. I don't have to worry about you know racing through my thirty days of of time on the system. Okay, so we're talking um, we're talking twenty thirty bucks. You can have specific areas of the game forever. Yes, okay. substantial substantial areas of the game and the quests that go along with it, and the in the loot drops and all that other stuff. Um, the epic storyline, which follows the book, um, yeah, Apple just corrected me. Nine ninety nine a month if you pay if you pay for a whole year. Fourteen ninety nine if you pay by by month. Okay, so um, it's it's standard if you want everything that the game offers, but you can yeah. certainly get in for much less than that. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. So the epic storyline is free all the way up through to eighty five. Um, but wow. the other quest, the other quest around it, which we were talking about earlier, is the one that's buy to play. So yeah, yeah, I played it once, and some of the quests were like, "Oh no, nope, you need to either buy this quest or you need to buy a quest package or something like yeah. that." And I was like, "Since when?" And I'm like, "All right, it went free to play. <laughs> exactly. So we've got a we've got a spring festival coming up 
Um, and I think that's what Apolis was making reference to on uh, the, the up upcoming concerts that we might be doing. So we've, we've already been kind of kicking that around to figure out what we're going to do during our spring festival. Um, are there bunnies? Are there what? Bunnies? Bunnies! Yeah, it's not the same kind of spring festival. <laughs> I, I want to be a bunny! <laughs> yeah, we don't have attack rabbits on this one. Um, well, it doesn't um, have to attack. It just has to be a bunny. <laughs> yeah. we, do have, we do have the, uh, the pub crawl. Or, or what is it called? Ooh. Oh, the In League and the Ale Association. Yeah. Oh. So that's. Yeah, we all perked up for that. <laughs> Go for it, Bex. I, I think the In League is a Hobbit-sponsored little uh, group where you, you go around through the Shire, hitting pretty much every tavern: Green Dragon, Burden Baby. You know, every different tavern. You got to drink five ales as fast as you can, run outside the door, get back on your horse, race to the other one on a timer, drink five ales as fast as you can, race to the next one. And because the game is DirectX based, your screen will actually start turning beer color and start getting <laughs> wavy, wavy. Wow. Yeah. And uh, by the time you get to about the fifth tavern, uh, you're kind of... You, you can't even click on the beers because you there's can't tell where they are. Yeah, there's two of you on screen. There's two of everything on screen. Everything's kind of glowing and shimmering. And uh, if, if you can finish it, they've got all kinds of different rewards and stuff. And yeah. the, the Ale Association is the dwarven version of that. So the dwarves, they, they party too. Oh, yes. I, I still remember. I think EverQuest was the first game that did the, if you get drunk enough, we will start increasing the amount of distance you can see to uh, up to 180 degrees. And if you think just walking normally is difficult, try when you can also see behind you. <laughs> and yes, that it, it was it, it was uh, very disconcerting. But I'm glad to see that a game has picked up that gauntlet and is running with it. That uh, they're holding whole events behind it. So that's uh, mm -hmm. that's great. That's awesome. So. Yeah, so uh, really quickly, um, before we go, I would. Uh, you guys mentioned uh, a monster play overview. If you can give a brief rundown of uh, what's going on with that. Sure. That's uh, okay. Well, we are, we already mentioned previously the different types of monsters there are. There's an entire zone, which is actually one of the larger zones in the game, that is dedicated just to monster play. You... Sitting at the login screen, you click the monster play button. You now get an entire list of other monsters that you have created. Those you name, you customize them with traits and everything else, just like you would a normal character. You log in, you're now a monster. You cannot talk to anybody on the other side, which are called the freeps or the free people, because you're a <laughs> creep. You're a creep. So you now are oh, running around. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's really great, you know. And you can do this just in the game. I think starting at level 15, you can just log in. So, you know, you're playing as a creep, you log in as your monster, you can have monster kins. So, you know, we could have AIE monster version. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and you sit there and, you know, I used to be in these huge raids where we would sit there and we watch the free people come right, riding down the hill on their horseback. And we would know they're coming because we have wargs, you know, in the forest, sneaking through the shadows and spiders dug into the ground. And as soon as the, the minstrels go riding by, which are used to be the primary healers, the spiders would pop out of the ground, attack the minstrels, tie them up. All the rest of the, all the rest of everybody else goes riding by. And then the wargs jump on the minstrels, you know, try and take out the healers as fast as you can. We used to have these just, it's a 24 hour setting. So it, it never resets. Mm -hmm. 
it just keeps going. You know, you, you take these uh, strategic points, you hold them as long as you can. There's actually a raid inside that instance that you can do on your monster wow. for loot like a raid. A normal raid would be. I just love the idea of spiders jumping on people and tying them up. That is just <laughs> awesome. You just you web them. It holds them in a long duration stun. <laughs> yeah. And then you've got, you know, wargs uh, doing their pounce attack, they call it. And, you know, it's got all the sound effects and everything. What's That's really cool. absolutely crazy. <laughs> yeah, there's actually, um, there's a video of, I forget when it was recorded. It was recently. It was within the last couple of months. And it's on our forums <laughs> about that. And uh, and it's 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 literally... It's got to be a hundred different players, and it's continuous. So people, you know, if you got to go to supper, you got to leave, you got to quit. You log out, and there's usually people coming right behind you to 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 jump into it. And it battle goes back and forth, back and forth. There's no end to it. It's not like Wintergrass where, you know, oh. a set set amount of time. It's it's like world PvP. It's it's fantastic, and it's you know the roll over the rolling hills and all kinds of, you know. Wow. So it's very cinematic, it sounds like. Yes. Yeah. I would totally do that. That sounds like a blast. <laughs> we used to beg the devs years ago to please let the monsters out. Let us just have the Shire for one day. <laughs> you know, we'll just take all of our monsters, we'll go into the Shire where all the level one through tens are, and we'll just have some fun. And then you could put us back inside the Etmores and we will be nice. Oh no. man. So is there anything else you guys wanted to cover? Uh this has been rather enlightening. Like I I was not aware that this much stuff was going on in the uh, Lord of the Rings online. Well, there's there's more. Uh, we just don't want to bore you. Uh, yeah, you're, you're seriously, not there's me. there's there's so much more that we can we can talk about. I mean, we haven't we haven't talked about how the really how the music system works. You have one person that actually has the song on their on their machine, and other people that are grouped with them play the other parts of your song. I mean, it's wow. it's that it's very That's cool. Awesome. <laughs> So I mean, it's it's little stuff like that that you know it's 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 kind of hard to describe uh, in detail how this stuff works when it comes to uh, to you know how it's working. So but, we'll have uh, to save all those uh, for the next show. I was just going to say we have to save yep. something for the next show, <laughs> so. which I'm sure we will have. So uh, we are running up against time here. Uh, I want to thank the both of you. This was this has been like I thank had you. no idea this stuff was going on in uh, Lord of the Rings. So. That's our show for tonight. We want to thank both uh, Van Flick and Ducks for joining us and our chat room for joining some or er, joining and adding some great commentary. Next week, we'll be talking to the members of AIE Eve. But stay tuned as we've got some great AIE member segments coming right up, including Overly Dramatic News, Mega Minute, Ask Miss Mulgra, Healing Frequencies, Mod Minute, Hunter Talk, and Eludra's Pets. But first, if you need to reach us, you can get us via email at podcast at aie-guild.org. Our Twitter handles, the podcast itself is at aiepodcast, Gomez is at shownotfound, I am at accusad, and Eludra is at aludra underscore aie. Uh, Van Flick, Ducks, you guys want to throw your Twitter handles out there? Uh, I don't use it a whole lot, but I'm actually historic geek. Not and I'm... And I'm Van Flick everywhere. So, <laughs> all right. All right. If you want to watch easy. us record our show live, jump on our website at www.theaiepodcast.com. Or if you missed the live show, you can catch our recordings on YouTube on the channel name The AIE Podcast. And thank, let's say thank you guys very much. Have a yes. great night. Thank, thank you. Thank you. you. Thank you very thank much you for having so us. Much. It was really interesting. Congratulations on being a member of AIE, one of the largest and most fantastic gaming communities on the planet. 
Now because AIE is so large, there is a very good chance that one of your fellow members may be living right next door. What if I told you there was a place where all of the information pertinent to you could be accessed in one easy to navigate website? A one-stop shop to organize meetups for BlizzCon, DragonCon, Nerdtacular, or even a small get-together at the local pub. Go to www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-est-gaming-community and register. Put in your location and you'll have access to all of the latest events that AIE has to offer. That's www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-est-gaming-community. AIE, where all the nice people on the internet are. Sylvanas stuns with Statement Shocker. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hans the Wind. The Horde response to King Varian Rin's State of the Alliance speech is typically fairly predictable. The King is lying. Those weren't civilians. They were legitimate military targets. We're not evil, just misunderstood, etc. But this year's response by Sylvanas Windrunner was anything but predictable. Her speech began, ordinarily enough, with a defense of the Horde expedition to Pandaria, but soon the Banshee Queen began to look distinctly nervous and uncomfortable, which set the audience murmuring. Finally, she stopped, reached under the podium for a goblet, took a large sip of wine, and then dropped her bombshell announcement. She could no longer support Garage Hellscream's policies and was resigning from her post as Queen of the Forsaken to take up a life of contemplation and needlepoint. Speculation abounds as to what drove Windrunner to her decision. ODN reached the war chief in Pandaria for comment, but his response is not suitable for broadcast on a family channel. Whatever the reason, the fate of the Forsaken is now quite cloudy. In other news, the Weather Channel, fresh from its success at naming winter storms such as Nemo and Gandalf, has now decided to start giving names to other things related to blizzards. From this point on, TWC will refer to World of Warcraft as Blizzard Game Fluttershy. Jeez, there are days I wish I wasn't a meteorologist. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Welcome back to another Mega Minute with Megacode, a mini-cast on all things Holy Paladin. This week I give a brief synopsis of the Amber Shaper Unsock encounter from the Heart of Fear raid. We use two tanks and three healers for this three-phase fight. Phase 1 begins with the pole and ends when the boss gets to 70%. I keep Beacon of Light onto whichever tank hasn't been transformed into a mutated construct while keeping Eternal Flames up on him and the part of the raid taking most damage. If the boss fixates Amber Scalpel onto you, simply kite it away behind the boss. If a living amber focuses onto you, run into melee so that they can DPS them down. Now it's also very important to keep a watchful eye onto whomever gets hit with Parasitic Growth, which is a damage over time that absorbs healing dealt to increase damage dealt, which lasts 30 seconds. So no heals on this person during its duration. However, throwing a hand of purity onto this person can help mitigate some of its damage. This phase has moderate amounts of damage, so use healing cooldowns at your discretion. Phase 2 begins with the boss summoning a large Ad Amber Monstrosity. During this phase, I continue to heal using Beacon of Light and blanketing the raid with Eternal Flames. The same mechanics from Phase 1 apply 
apply here. However, the monstrosity deals a ton of raid-wide damage for his special attack, Massive Stomp. It is here where I use my healing cooldowns to help top off the raid using Holy Radiance, Daybreak Holy Shocks, and Light of Dawns. If players in the mutated constructs do their job correctly, you shouldn't have to deal with the amber explosions from the constructs and monstrosity. Damage here can get heavy at times, so take advantage of your Hand of Sacrifice and Divine Protection. Phase 3 begins with the death of the monstrosity and the boss picking up the fight in the center of the room. You still need to deal with the mutated construct mechanic and parasitic growth, but it's pretty much a burn phase with a ton of raid-wide damage. I keep beacon on one tank, throw down a light's hammer, and heal with Holy Radiant Daybreak Holy Shocks and Light of Dawns. I make sure to rotate healing cooldowns and damage mitigation spells to make life easier and we get our kill. I hope this helps out and good luck. If you're on Twitter, come follow me at FFPMMark with a C or check out my blog page at HealingSpec.com. Thromka and welcome to Ask Miss Mulgra your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, how could you miss wishing Alia Eakta Est a happy 6th anniversary? Alia Eakta Est. I do not think I know anyone with three names. It sounds dwarvish. I bet Alia Eakta Est is one of those dark iron dwarf guilds. Well, if they think I am going to wish them a happy anything, they can just take a foot... Oh, wait, that's my guild! Well, of course it is our sixth anniversary. By, um, waiting uh, a week, I am providing my fellow guild members with the opportunity to extend the festivities for another, uh, uh week. Yes. Happy 6th Anniversary, AIE. May all your bank tabs be full. Unless you want more room in the guild bank. Then they should be empty. But not too empty. Um, or something. I am Miss Mongra, and that is my advice. Akamagosh! Follow at Miss Mongra on Twitter, or listen to previous episodes at MissMongra.com. Hi, I'm Captain Hunter from AIE and Star Trek Online, and hailing frequencies are open. In fleet news, Deputy Director Bouvet has put a call out for volunteers for the Black Ops Recon Group, or Borg for short. This will be a weekly group that will tackle special task force missions, or raids if you will. The idea is to meet one day a week for a few hours. If you're interested in signing up, please hit the forms and check the Black Ops Recon Group thread in the STO subform in the Imperium Ludi section. The Cryptic team has recently unveiled new ships that will be available to Federation members and will be purchasable in the Sea Store starting February 21st. They are a trio of Andorian Escort class ships with a variety of configurations, but all come with an unprecedented five forward-facing weapon slots. Details and ship specs can be found in the Star Trek Online homepage. In this gameplay segment, I'll be giving an overview of the three career choices available to players. Although you can play any race in Star Trek, you'll need to choose a spec or career path, tactical, engineering, or science. In the very broadest terms, tactical provides DPS, engineering is for tanking, and science is for healing and crowd control. But those are just generalizations based on a standard MMO roles. The career path system allows for a large amount of flexibility in playstyle as the three career options cross over into the types of ships you can fly as well as your bridge officers. Want to bring the pain in a space battle but still help your teammates? 
Play as a tactical captain flying a carrier or science ship. Want to keep your team buff but bring drones and shield generators? Then beam down on an away mission as a science officer with a few engineer bridge officers to support you and build stuff. As I said, the career path system allows for a large amount of flexibility in playstyles, and you'll never find yourself locked into a specific role. I'll cover each of these career choices in depth in future segments. This has been Captain Hunter with your AIE STO update. And remember, set phasers for a pew 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 pew! What's up guys, this is Kefis, your friendly neighborhood monk. And on today's Mod Minute, we're taking a look at Farmhand. Farmhand adds dynamic buttons on the screen whenever you're at Sunsong Ranch. You know that ranch out on Half Hill with the tillers, where you farm in between killing demons and swashing mantid? Yeah, that place, you know. The buttons allow quick and easy access to your plow, bug spray, watering can, and shovel, and any seeds that you may have in your inventory. It can also keep track of any of your crops that need attention and has the option to remove any tools in your inventory when you leave Half Hill. So this mod pretty much makes every aspect of your farm work much easier. Now if only it had a button to eliminate those pesky vermings. You can find Farmhand on Curse. You can follow me on Twitter at TheKefis and you can learn more about Mod Minute by heading over to modminute.blogspot.com. This is Kefis. Until next time. Ready, aim, what? This is Hunter Talk. I am Johnny Feisty, the Hunting Hunter, with tips to make your hunter hunterific. This week's topic is listener mailbag. Joining me as often is everyone's favorite Dragonhawk co-host, Flappy. Basically what we're doing this week is catching up on some suggestions for topics that have come from listeners of the segment. Some of these didn't seem like they'd fill a whole segment, so we're rolling several up into one. And the first topic is, uh, mailboxes? What? No, it just says mailboxes. Roll with it? Okay, uh, mailboxes. Hunters use mailboxes the same as everybody else. Click on it, put stuff in it, and yeah, hunters mailboxes. Um, our second topic is buttons? No, it just says buttons. I think we're doing something wrong. Are they asking about action bars? Listener submissions are entirely too confusing. I agree, Flappy. Buttons are an excellent alternative to zippers. Mm -hmm. Do you have much uh, experience with buttons or zippers? Oh, thank goodness there's the end music. Wait, are they talking about buttons the Dragonhawk hatchling? Yeah, forget it. Thanks for listening to Hunter Talk. Big ups to Flappy. Follow me at Johnny Feisty on Twitter. J-O-H-N-N-Y-F-E-I-S-T-Y Because he likes you. Ludra the Mage here, helping you build your pet army. Little known fact, I'm a tailor. I make awesome dresses that are not only lovely, but boost my stats. Yard by yard, never stressed, and that's the art of the dress. Aw, who am I kidding? I make them in bulk and DE them. But there's more to being a tailor than simply creating clothes that turn into magic dust. For now, we can create life! Or more like attract life to our creations. What? It totally makes sense. You see, tailors have to pilgrimage to the silken fields in the Valley of the Four Winds once a day to create Imperial Silk. Yeah, a cooldown. Can you believe it? Imperial Silk costs eight bolts of windwool cloth to make. So make sure you keep all your cloth drops. Now you'd think at this point you'd just get your cloth and go on your merry way, finding new ways to DE your clothes for enchanting dirt. 
but that's not the case here. You actually get a silkworm cocoon when you make the cloth. Inside this, we have a chance of finding the Imperial Silkworm or the Imperial Moth. These guys are uncommon or green quality. So, to get them competitive, you're going to need a Critter Battlestone for your Silkworm and a Flying Battlestone for your Moth. But don't worry, the cloth is a 100% drop. If you like this segment or you want to tell me how awesome I am, you can visit the website at aludraspets.com. Have you enjoyed the AIE experience? If you'd like, you can help support the gaming community by sending a $5 or more donation via PayPal. All proceeds will be going towards community operations, events like BlizzCon, the community's website, and much more. You can find our PayPal link by going to our website at www.aie-guild.org. Thank you for your support, and thank you for being a member of Alea Ayakta Est. That wraps up episode 136 of the AIE Podcast. Big thanks to Dooks and Van Flick for joining us to chat about the Lord of the Rings Online. Next week, we'll be talking with the folks in both Test and AIEU as we discuss what's going on in EVE Online. Hope you'll join us then, and thanks for listening. Audio program so good, it's like you're there!